Oh, you are on a lag today. Yeah, I'm lagging. That's okay. I still love you. I'm lagging in video and I'm lagging in mental capacity. That's valid, honestly. Hey, but we showed up. We're here. Did we? (laughs) Physically, yes. Mentally unknown. TBD. (laughs) (laughs) And music. (laughs) Hey, everyone. My name is Ellen. And my name's Alyssa, and welcome to the Modern Singer Podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I am so excited for this episode. It is, like, unashamedly a mild revamp of book club. I'm so excited. <laughs> I knew you'd be happy. I was like, what else can we do in the summer? And I was like, ooh, I am plugging all these books. I literally have finished two books in the last, like, three days. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Well, hey, you're here, so thanks for joining us for part two of what to do when you're not in summer program. Last week, we focused on more of like the music-related options and classes, since those are a little bit more time-consuming and take a little bit more time planning, um, and you kind of have to span them over a larger course of time. If you haven't listened to that episode, you don't really need to stop this episode and start that one. Just make sure that you pop on over and listen to that episode when we're finished with this one. How many times can you say the word episode? Um, you know, because it's been about five in the last two sentences. I love you. (laughs) So many episodes, you know, you pause this episode, you go to the next episode, (laughs) we're gonna give you other episode wrecks during this episode. (laughs) Okay, okay. But this time we're gonna cover a few things that you can do during the summer to help your career. This summer, you can take some time to build or update your website. Look into setting up a mailing list using an email marketing company like MailChimp or... Oh, what was that new thing that we just found? The... Stripo. Stripo. We love Stripo. Stripo. We love Stripo. It's so pretty. Take a look at like MailChimp or Stripo, which is a free uh, option. MailChimp, depending on how many people that you have signed up. Those are great ways to keep in touch with people. You can also create an account on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn and add those to your website. Uh, Building and maintaining a website can be very time consuming. As many of you know, I know Alyssa and I know that. So this summer is really a great time to sit down and get that work done, you know, kind of slog, put in those hours and make sure it is up to date and correct. A few great places to start is utilizing Wix, Squarespace, or WordPress. They're all really user-friendly sites um, that you can get started with. Some other things to make sure that you update are your Yap Tracker. You can get something like Stage Time. Maybe you have Actors Access or Backstage. It's a really great time to just get all of your materials together. Make sure that they're all updated and formatted correctly on each of your platforms. Our branding and social media workbooks are really excellent resources for this. Our branding workbook is a 34-page workbook with three specific sections that can help you here. One of them is how to increase your social media presence. The second one is how to construct your website to reflect your brand. And the third one that I think is really helpful is what every website needs. That has a lot more sections than that, but these three specific ones will really help um, with creating your, your brand and creating your website. Our social media workbook is 30 pages and covers how to utilize things like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and more. With this, you'll learn how to put your best self forward and share your brand with the world. Both of our workbooks are located in our Etsy shop, and the links are always going to be found in our show notes. While you're out there making all of these new connections with your digital world, start with your network. 
Networking is such a key part in your career. You can go back to episode 35 and really dive into all of the things that we have to talk about for our networking. We've got our networking tracker up on our Etsy site as well. And we have all of our networking challenge back from June highlighted on our Instagram page. Another great thing to do this summer is just to work on yourself. Read books about things you're interested in to give you ideas regarding your next recital or cabaret. Go see operas you have always wanted to see, travel to nearby towns that you've never explored, have a staycation, go to therapy. That's my favorite one. Go to therapy. (laughs) Find another creative outlet, pick up a new hobby, or, you know, maybe just like go to a wine and cheese tasting. Might I also recommend trying acupuncture? Oh, yeah. I've been on that kick for two months and 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. The possibilities are endless, right? It's really nice. I fell asleep this week. It was awesome. Just remember that you are your instrument. And if you're not taking care of you, all these other things will will fall by the wayside. They'll fail. All art informs other art. You know, we work in an art form that is all about living and breathing and emotion and life. So this is really a great time just to live to the fullest and have some fun. So I thought that would be super fun to add just like a little bit to your TBR list, your to be read book list for the summer. And as many of you know, we do have a book club page on Goodreads with lots of amazing book recommendations. It's always going to be in the links if you're interested in checking those out. But here's a few more books on our personal summer reading lists. The first one that I picked was Letters to a Young Poet by Rainer Maria Rilke. Oh God, I hope I'm saying her name right. That's how I've always said it in my head. I've never heard it said out loud and I just realized that. (laughs) So I hope that that's right. If it's not, please don't yell at me. I'm trying my best. This short collection of letters is essential for any artist who has doubted the quality of their work or questioned their creative abilities. Reginald Snell beautifully translates these letters into easy-to-read masterpieces, and you'll probably finish the whole book in one sitting. Another great book is Master Singers, Advice from the Stage by Donald George and Lucy Morrow. Uh, think of this book as like a 21st century, 21st century version of Jerome's, Jerome Hines' iconic Great Singers on Great Singing. Famous singers like Joyce D. Donato, Thomas Hampson, uh, Jonas Kaufman, Stephanie Blythe, and Alan Held, they share their advice on vocal technique, mastering a career, and you know life on the road. Vital, vital information for some, from some of the greats. Next up is The Magic Strings of Frankie Presto by Mitch Album. If you prefer fiction novels, Mitch Album, who also wrote Tuesdays with Maury and the five people you meet in heaven, writes a touching account of a humble young Spanish boy studying classical guitar who becomes an American rock icon. His guitar lessons will have you laughing as he struggles to learn the complexities of being a musician, and his remarkable journey will remind you of your joy for music. The next book that we recommend, we actually read in book club a long time ago, so some of you uh, may have joined us, and if you haven't, it's definitely a must-read. It's called Where Are All the Black Female Composers by Nathan Holder. Um, It's kind of more of a kid's book. It's very short. It has these beautiful illustrations, but it is definitely, definitely a must read. It's really, really beautiful. And in the introduction, um, I'm just going to read the first sentence of it. It just says, in most of the books you read about classical composers, you will read about Bach, Beethoven, Chopin, and Mozart, but not in this book. There are so many more composers who don't look like the men that we've all heard about. And many of them are black women who have written music 
that has brought joy to people all over the world. It is absolutely amazing. I didn't know about most of these people, um, which was shocking and very depressing. And it gives you their name, a beautiful illustration of them, um, some pieces that they wrote. So if you are, you know, planning a recital or learning some new pieces for your package, you know, this is a really, really great place to find some diversity in your music and showcase some new, fun, beautiful music. And it just has a little bit of information about them, where they're from, and um, it's really, really beautiful. It's a must read. It's, you know, quick and easy and could be like a, a day read. Yeah, I think I read that one in like under three hours but my favorite part is at the end there's also a qr link to a whole spotify playlist it is so great i turned it on to listen to whenever i need just like that little boost of classical serotonin and i actually started adding some of them into my yoga classes as well which has been super fun i like to add classical music into my into my group classes to help expand people's musical knowledge whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they like it or not. Welcome to music history with Alyssa. Do some yoga. <laughs> Nathan Holder also um, has a book list uh, in addition to the playlist. Yes. So other points you in other um, really, really great places. It's just a great resource and I think everybody needs to read it. Tapping back into working on your social media and your branding is the one hour content plan by Mira Kothand. It is Oh, to die for. I read this book as a part of book club and it's actually something that I use to this day to do Modern Singer, to do my personal social media, to do social media for companies that I've worked for. And it is absolutely such a game changer. It has so many free just resources in it as well. Um, I'm going to read a little excerpt from their little listing on Goodreads. Imagine for a minute how your blog and I will say this is like definitely for like the blogger era, but it's very easy to translate into like social media. So like when I say blog, pick something else. But imagine for a minute how your blog and business would change if you never run out of blog post ideas. You know exactly what to create, when and what results it'll drive. Your offers, paid and free, become seductive magnets of yes that readers cannot resist. Every single piece of content has a purpose in growing your blog and business, sells your products and services for you, and it builds your online presence. That's the power of a content strategy and the promise behind the one-hour content plan. I am so, so excited to share this one with you all. It is such a game changer, and I hope that you read it. Yeah, that one's more of like a workbook too. So like you said, Alyssa, you can keep bringing it back. Definitely. There's a lot of actionable items on it. It's so useful. Yeah, you bring it back and you use it over and over again and you kind of work through it and stuff. It's it's not a passive read. It's more of like a work towards a goal kind of read, but it's so useful. Another book we recommend is Fortissimo, Backstage at the Opera with Sacred Monsters and Young Singers by William Murray. So it's not about my cat? <laughs> you know... <laughs> It could be sacred monsters, you know? He is a monster. I will give you that. (laughs) And a sacred (laughs) one. He wakes me up at 4.30 a.m. right now because I got him a new feeder. He's mad at me. Yeah, that's a monster. Big time He doesn't like that the portions are smaller. (laughs) But we love him still. Mostly. Just not at 4.30 a.m. Just not at 4.30. That's when he's the monster. (laughs) If you saw the audition, that masterful documentary, uh, 
on behind the scenes of the Metropolitan Opera National Council auditions, you will absolutely love this backstage pass to the Lyric Opera of Chicago's Young Artist Program. Um, This takes place during the 2003-2004 season. Many of the now familiar names make an appearance in this book, such as Nicole Cabell, Quinn Kelsey, and Aaron Wall. Murray takes us on the tough journey of what it takes to be an opera singer and the tribulations young singers face at the important turning point in their career. The next book is something that I read every now and again uh, whenever I start to get stuck in my own wellness journey. And it's by the writer Elena Gerst, who actually went to Northern Arizona University a couple years before I did, which is super exciting. She actually gifted. Yeah, no, this book actually came from her. Well, technically, it went from her to her, I think it's her dad who worked with my mom, who then gave it to me. Oh, I love that. It was like this weird, like, connection I don't think she knows who I am I tell people to read this book whenever I can this book changed my mindset um so Elena if you listen to this hi but so it's called a wellness handbook for the performing artist the performer's essential guide to staying healthy in body mind and spirit this has been such a game changer for how I think about just kind of how I move my body how I stay well and it's written by another singer, which is super helpful. So in their little blurb, it says, Elena Gerst examines issues that go beyond the importance of training or navigating the business of performing. It is the first book to prioritize the performer's well-being, your ultimate key to a long and satisfying career. I have, oh, I tell all of my students, well, I tell all my students who are at least in high school to read this book. Anyone who's younger than that, I'm just trying to get them to practice. So there's that. <laughs> just want them to practice and you know, please just practice properly. once. Just once. <laughs> but everyone older than that, please read this book. <laughs> please do read the book, though. It's a great one. I loaned it to a professor in grad school, and she now also recommends it to people, which was super exciting. So when you can't share the love. Another book that we recommend is The Queen of the Night by Alexander Chi. This novel is a wonderful mix of mystery, history, and operatic drama as a legendary soprano looks for the source of a hidden secret from her past. She is forced to choose between a path of infamous stardom or sworn secrecy. So a little fun book to add to your summer reading. So you picked this one. Uh, It's actually on my bookshelf. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've had it for like five years. I need to read it. <laughs> it's just like sitting there. Just like, I'm also, I'm over here going, that role gives me anxiety. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so Oh my gosh. <laughs> so the next couple of books are things to read to start to expand your knowledge of shows going on and important topics in culture that are just really good for us to know. The first one, oh, I'm actually just going to go pull both of them. They're both on my bookshelf. I own them. I just, I want to reread them so bad. Like, literally, they're just, like, on my bookshelf. (laughs) The first one is Angels in America, a gay fantasia on national themes. This is a two-act stage play. I think that it's super important to start reading plays, even as opera singers. We don't typically do straight plays. It is so good for you, though. It's so good for you. You can go check some out at the library or borrow them from friends, maybe start a book exchange. But start reading plays. It's super important. And Angels in America is actually an opera as well. So this is super, super, super useful. Uh, I have such an old copy. And like the wrong lines are highlighted. 
which is just oh no it's harper that is right um but it is in two parts it won a pulitzer prize for drama so that is the first one that i highly recommend the second one is the color purple by alice walker and it is such such a good book there's a musical there's a movie there's so many things and this is just such such an important book to read so i definitely recommend the color purple it is just so some of the words that the new york times book review gave to it was intense emotional impact indelibly affecting alice walker is a lavishly gifted writer so that is one of the tops on my summer book read list as well Another book that we did read for book club a few years back, so uh, you may have already read it, but if not, definitely add this to your summer reading list. Mad Scenes and Exit Arias, The Death of the New York City Opera and the Future of Opera in America. Uh, it was it was a read. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, like, buckle up. <laughs> and, like, for somebody who is an arts admin and, like, is knee-deep in these types of things, like financials and this part of the business and that part of the business it was still it was still a lot so make sure that if you're reading this um you don't think of it as a quick read maybe that's like a full summer read it's about the fall and rise of new york city opera basically <laughs> how how they came to be what happened uh how they crumbled and how that model has affected all of opera um, since then and to this day. It, it's really, really interesting. Like, especially from, like I said, like as an arts admin, I deal with that kind of stuff a lot. Um, I think about that stuff a lot, especially as I look forward into my career and, you know, where I want to go with it in the, in the arts admin sector and the you know, opera sector. So um, it's just a very, very interesting read on like how fragile our system is and how um, big conglomerates like New York City Opera can fail and will fail and how we can learn from those mistakes. And just like I said, how opera companies now operate because of what happened to that opera company. I've got two more books for our book list. These ones are a little bit more, one of them is audition focused and one of them is a little bit more personal focused. So the audition focus is actually the book called Audition. It's by Michael Shirtliff with an introduction by Bob Fosse. And it is gold. I need to reread this one this summer. I... Oh, it gives you 12 different guideposts for actors, including style, pace, overacting. It gives you things about distractions, risks, drama, musical theater, comedy, self-rescue, seduction, eye contact, and even more. It is such a great read. I'm super excited to dive back into that one. And then the last book that I want to plug is something that is near and dear to my heart. It is actually Financial Feminist by Tori Dunlap which I was on the advanced reader copy list for. So I actually got invited to a live event with her and I got to hear her speak. But so Tori Dunlap is someone who talks a lot about personal finance. She talks about financial education as well. And especially as entrepreneurs, as people who are in charge of their own careers, knowing how to manage your money and knowing how to plan ahead for your retirement with a Roth IRA, with a 401k, with all of the acronyms that the finance bros make confusing this book <laughs> breaks it down i am obsessed with tori she's from her first 100k she had a hundred thousand dollars to her name by the time she was 25 
Can't relate, wow. but working on it. Can't but relate. It is maybe such a good read, <laughs> and it's absolutely hysterical. You can really hear her personality come through as well. And I love being able to sing her praises whenever I can. Well, there you have it. Like I mentioned before, if you haven't already listened to part one of this episode, we highly recommend you go back just one episode and listen to it now. Just know that sometimes the most interesting artistic opportunities come from not doing what everyone else is doing. Sometimes working on yourself and taking time for you is exactly what you need to grow yourself as an artist and as a person. And sometimes you just need a good summer beach read. Hell yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Want to hear more from us? Sign up for our newsletter to gain access to our freebies and other updates. Ellen and I want to make sure that we can keep getting new information out to our singing community, but to do that, we need your help. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen. This helps us to make sure that you never miss an episode. And if you really liked this episode, you can share it with a friend to help us keep growing our singing network. Are you looking for the resources we mentioned today? Check it out in our show notes to see everything we mentioned in this episode. And if you want to buy us a coffee to enjoy while we're creating these episodes, you can drop us a tip wherever you follow us. But I also can't guarantee it'll be a coffee. It might be a glass of wine or champagne. So just, you know, Uh, it might be a bottle. Don't limit me to a glass. (laughs) (laughs) Please buy us a bottle of wine and champagne and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, we are unhinged. Yeah, we are. That's okay. (laughs) 